0: Gardening in Canada podcast I'm your host Ashley and I'm a soil scientist on this channel I like to take that science and apply it to all things plants that's both in the garden and indoors so if you want to hear more be sure to stay tuned hello hello plant people how are you guys doing today if you're new around here my name's Ashley if you're not new around here you already know the whole jam but uh you can find me on youtube you can find me at www.gardeningincanada.net uh, instagram facebook wherever you are it's so weird talking on a podcast because i i don't get to see your guys's faces um through dms and stuff so please do reach out to me on those other platforms if you did find me through the podcast i would love to hear from you um, all you got to do is find the red headed soulless looking human. It's very similar to the person that's on the thumbnail of most likely this podcast. And voila, you are there. You are in the Guardian in Canada's inner circle. Not as promising as, you know, an Illuminati inner circle, but equally as cool, uh, potentially as life changing. So. Let's get into today's podcast where we're going to look at how to tell whether or not your potting soil for your houseplants is nutrient deficient. Now, as a soil scientist, I'm always going to push you to go to a lab and get your soil actually tested. However, I do realize that this is expensive and I do realize that there are several plant addicted listeners here on the podcast, which means... That's going to be a very expensive adventure. So I'm going to give you the tools to tell whether or not you have a nutrient deficiency issue without spending hundreds of dollars on hundreds of different soil tests, which wouldn't mostly turn out because you're likely all using soil medium, not actual soil itself. So let's jump into exactly what it takes to test your own soil. Now in the soil uh, book, I have a soil book and at home soil book, but I also do have the houseplant planner, which I did include a ton of resources for at home soil testing. And the two methods we're going to talk about today actually aren't listed in there. However, all the methods listed in that houseplant book are going to work just as well. So you can actually grab a paperback version of that over on Amazon, or you can grab the PDF copy. I'll leave that down in the show notes below for either or whichever one you choose. But it's important to know where you're at when it comes to your soil because nutrient deficiencies and um, nutrient excess have nearly identical issues. So the upper biomass is going to present in a way the same regardless of what issue you do have and this is obviously a problem now when it comes to signs of deficiencies we see chlorosis intervenal uh, green veins like intervenal chlorosis which is green veins we have generalized discoloration which is a big difference between over fertilization and under fertilization general discoloration means the entire plant as a whole looks to be suffering from the issue Stunted growth is huge so small new leaves if you're thinking oh my monster has many leaves or my adansonii the leaves are getting smaller or my micans my leaves are getting smaller this is very very common in trailing plants I don't think we realize just how hungry a lot of our plants are especially when we're talking about these rapid growing vining plants Trust me, they got big appetites and we most definitely are not meeting them in a lot of cases. So if you're noticing small leaves, lack of growth, it's likely a deficiency scenario. Now, excess fertilizer, very similar signs again. Yellowing leaves, uh, browning leaf tips and margins, browned or blackened limp roots and defoliation. So again, very similar in ways of presenting. The issue with both of these is that when it's showing in the upper biomass, you are much too late. The good news is if it's a deficiency, we can correct this and hope that the new growth or the existing growth, if it's not too deeply damaged, is able to bounce back just fine. However, with excess fertilization, Usually it's too late. And the only recourse we have is either a repotting, which is a ton of work and the plant is already really stressed out. So not a great idea, but the second method is flushing. So we talked about this in our last podcast when we were talking about fertilizing, during the winter months and what to do before we actually fertilize a plant that has gone dormant because we talked about the benefits of doing this but also some precautions that may need to be taken and one of those topics was flushing so you can grab the free printable on how to properly fertilize a house plant in the show notes below over on the website gardeningincanada.net you guys can print that off it'll fit nicely into your house plant planner's that you do have on hand. So uh, something to look at is how do you know what over fertilization is? And I mean, it's a great question over fertilization is essentially a really nice way of putting it is that the salt burns or harms the roots to the point that they are no longer able to uptake nutrients or water. So this means it presents itself as a nutrient deficiency and therefore eventually kills our plant so things that can cause over fertilization is the use of granular and liquid fertilizers in conjunction so i did mention that if you have a granular fertilizer that is less than a year old it's been in your soil for less than a year do not use a liquid fertilizer if your plant is showing signs of dormancy if that granular fertilizer is over a year old, despite the fact that you still can see it, it's likely just filler such as clay in there, go ahead and use your liquid fertilizers. Everything will be just fine. So, now we get into the tips for how to test our nutrient levels in our potting soil. And the first method is people who farm are just going to laugh at this. They're going to be like, of course, this is how she's going to test it. But legumes. Things like peas, chickpeas, lentils, and beans are a part of something we call the legume family. Now, the legume family is particularly unique in the sense that it has a symbiotic relationship with nitrogen-fixing bacteria. This nitrogen-fixing bacteria actually is able to attach itself to the root, and through a symbiotic relationship, it is able to take 90 or 78 percent of our atmosphere which is nitrogen and fix it into a bioavailable form of nitrogen for our plant however the symbiosis only takes place under very specific conditions farmers and food producers are incredibly familiar with this and they already know if you are planting legumes especially ones that are inoculated the levels of nitrogen or the levels of fertilizer you apply is less because in the presence of excess nitrogen, we don't end up with a whole lot of nodulation or bacterial symbiotic relationship formation. In the presence of lack of nitrogen, we actually end up with larger sized nodules in many cases because the plant has such a high demand along with the bacteria and therefore for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We end up with large nodulation. Now you're probably wondering, I don't have a microscope. How the heck am I gonna know if this bug is on my roots? And the good news is that these things are huge. You can definitely see them. They look like cancerous little nods all over the roots of your Keys, your legumes specifically, so the nodulation is actually what you're looking for on your house plants or on the legumes you're planting in some symbiosis with your house plants. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not a gardener and just a house plant owner, you are officially about to be adopted into gardenhood. You are welcome for officially making you like the craziest plant person out there. But trust me, this method does work, and actually, soil scientists use this when we're studying nodulation uh, nitrogen fixing bacteria. we look at this we look at nodulation the formation of nodulation and its relationship to nitrogen so it is a completely valid inexpensive useful I mean if you want peas fresh snap peas this is the way to go so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to plant your legume seeds in your house plant pot and uh, in a lot of cases because the house plants generally we like to keep them a little bit on the drier side you may want to germinate the seeds separately in a paper towel and a bag or a cup of water and then transplant them into the houseplant pot once we get a couple uh, true leaves on the plant itself from there you're just going to let that plant grow normally in your houseplant pot and you can leave this in for as little or as long as you would like. I'm going to suggest one to two months. You can pluck them before they begin to flower if you like. It's completely up to you. But once you do take the legumes out of the soil, you want to make sure you remove the entire plant, including those roots, because that's what we're physically going to be analyzing. Now, you're going to know within seconds whether or not you have nodulation. These things are huge. And I will put up photos of what these things look like over on the website, along with the YouTube video that goes with this podcast. If you do want to check out what what the appearance of the rhizobium um, bacteria or what the nitrogen fixing bacteria does. So what we're looking for are these pink nodules. If your bacteria or your nodules are small in size, This means you likely have excess nitrogen or if they are non-existent, which also can happen, likely you have excess nitrogen and it may be time to either A, flush the soil from that excess water-soluble nitrogen, which will leach out of the system, or it is time just to simply back off on the fertilizer for a small period of time, and then redo your legume test, see where you are at. Now, if you have a ton of nodules, huge nodules, the roots are covered in it, this is a sign that you actually probably have a deficient soil, meaning you don't have a whole heck of a lot of nitrogen present for plant uptake. You may have nitrogen, but it's not bioavailable, and this can happen in a soil that lacks microbial activity, meaning your nitrifying and denitrifying bacteria are no longer doing their job. They're they're done their jobs. So what we want to do here is we do want to fertilize. The good news is that the benefits of symbiosis is that when you leave those legumes in, we end up with nitrogen atmospherically being taken out of our environment and put into our soil and made into free fertilizer. Win-win chicken dinner. So you can leave those legumes in. They're going to add a little bit of nitrogen, not much. So you're still going to want to fertilize there in that case. Uh, unless you want to interplant and get super duper fancy, I could do a whole podcast, a whole video on that on its own. So that is method 1 for how to test whether or not your houseplant soil is deficient. Now, another great way to actually check what your houseplant nutrient levels are at is with the roots. Now, for some of us we may want to do this when we're repotting for others you may be brave and you may just like plop that plant out take a look at those roots plop that plant back in do what you feel comfortable with i have no issue pulling my plants out of their pots gently giving them a quick look over and then simply putting them back into their containers but for some of us we may want to reserve this solely for the repot process so specifically what we're looking for is the root hairs not the main root but the root hairs so these are all the roots that are coming off the sides of the main root in the middle and what we're looking for is length if our root hairs are long and stringy looking this is a sign of nutrient deficiency when our plants are reaching for nutrients they will go to desperate measures including making very stringy looking stuff coming out from all ends so A stringy root is a sign of a lack of nutrients. Now, a sign of over fertilization or excess nutrients would be browning or blackening root tips. So if you're noticing that the leading end on your main roots are black or brown, this is a sign you may be over fertilizing your plant. So it may be time to back off for a small period of time now when it comes to actually determining if you are at okay levels of nutrients it again goes back to those root hairs and what we're looking for is lack of elongation and just nice little knit neat, neat and tidy root hairs little mini ones uh based off that main shaft and that's going to be your greatest sign that you are supplying adequate levels of nutrients but i'm not going to get into how to fertilize too much here in this podcast i did do that on the last podcast along with a ton of resources over on the website and the youtube channel so be sure to check that out if you do want to grab some more info i will be making an instagram post about this over on my instagram as well as my facebook if you want to grab that from there but again if you want the free printout on how to fertilize your plants, grab that on the website. And yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed the podcast, do whatever you need to do to make podcasts do what they need to do. I'm sorry, this is literally a hobby. I don't know anything about SEO. I'm not here for the money. I'm here for the fun. I'm here for the fun. Literally, that is it. I mean, I'm gaining some speaking abilities of this too, which a godsend because I used to be an um and awe an ah type person like crazy and uh, now I'm not win win there I want to thank you plant people for hanging out with me here for uh, what 30 minutes Oh, 28 minutes and uh, I want you to have a great evening a great morning a blessed afternoon whatever the case is wherever situation you may find yourself in I hope this cheered you up and made you happy I'll talk to you guys next time bye Be sure to grab your house plant planner, your garden planners over on Amazon. There is a paperback option as well as the Etsy page, which has the PDF option for all those who like to use good notes or have a printable on hand. I want to thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and just the platform in general. You plant people are awesome and have an awesome evening, morning, day, whatever the case is be stress-free and hang out with your planty friends talk to you guys next time bye